Hello and welcome to another episode of Clean Talk. Today is January 25th, 2024. This is our inaugural Clean Talk episode for the new year 2024. We're in our third year of Clean Talk, the infection prevention podcast, and uh, very excited to have our inaugural episode in our facility here at the Seal Shield Warehouse in Jacksonville, Florida. It's a beautiful sunny day outside. We've got the air conditioning on in here because we've got a hot show planned for you. Very excited to have our guest today. Dr. Brian Wynn is an ophthalmologist, and he's the founder and CEO of Sterorite. Dr. Wynn, welcome to Clean Talk. Thank you, Brad. So nice to be here. Uh, a little bit about myself. I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist, uh, 30 years in uh, private practice in Northeast Ohio, so I appreciate the warm weather here in Florida. Thank you. Um, as an ophthalmologist, my focus of uh, clinical care is surgical and uh, medical diseases of the eye, so cataract surgery, glaucoma surgery, uh, laser vision correction, such as LASIK, uh, and that's what I do as an ophthalmologist uh, during the day. My night gig is uh, Steriorite, which we'll have a chance to talk about in a little bit. Well, uh, I'm sure our audience will be very interested in the Steriorite product, a great emerging infection prevention technology. Why don't you tell us what Steriorite is? Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with that. Steriorite is the world's first and only that I'm aware of at this point, UVC LED touchless um, sanitizer for writing instruments. It offers a clean pen every time to the end user using UVC LED technology in a touchless fashion. Think of it as almost a, uh, a paper towel dispenser where you wave your hand in front of it. It spits out a clean paper towel. Stereorite spits out a clean pen that's used by the end user and then replaced in the top of the unit to be recycled through, through the day. So it's green and clean. We're not putting pens in, in landfills anymore. And that's the idea behind Steriorite. So um, obviously a lot of benefits. Um, we know that uh, pens can be a cross-contamination point, certainly in healthcare. You know, what was the need that you recognized that uh, caused you to create this solution uh, for infection prevention? Well, if I can give you a little bit of the backstory to Steriorite, uh, about 10 years ago, I made the observation from my pediatrician colleagues that they had two waiting rooms, one for well-kid visits and one for sick-kid visits. And I thought that made a lot of sense. Let's not intermingle the sick kids with the, the well-visit kids. Uh, however, those parents registered those, those patients in a central registration area and were using pens out of a basket or pens that were uh, on a clipboard with a chain. And so the two waiting rooms made sense to me, but the registration part of it didn't. And I thought there was cross-contamination there. And I was driving back from vacation with my family and I told my wife, uh, I'm going to invent something that sanitizes and sterilizes pens. And that's where the idea was originated for Steriorite. Well, uh, I think it's intuitive, right? We've all been in the waiting room. You know you're surrounded by a bunch of sick people, and here you are sharing uh, pens and pads to log in uh, to get registered for uh, for your healthcare treatment. So um, do you have any evidence uh, on what the problem really is and how Steriorite helps to address the issue? So there's been a number of reports um, published on what germs live on pens or shared writing instruments. And that's been going on for the last decade. 
decade or so. The Cleveland VA, under the direction of Curtis Donsky, um, reached out to me and wanted to study uh, pens and the Stereorite device. And it was very interesting what they did. So in the Cleveland VA, they went around and they swabbed uh, pens in communal areas, such as pens in a basket, whether there's employee health or clinical areas. And they found that 64% of those pens were contaminated with some type of bacteria. They also found that 6% of those were contaminated with MRSA, which is methicillin-resistant Staph aureus. Or superbug. Superbug, which we're all familiar with. They found a need. Let's look at and see what we can do with this. And plus, they were looking for a, a solution to kiosks, where their patients would sign in and put their fingers on kiosks. And they were looking for electronic stylus that the patient could use to, to put their information in without having to touch the, the kiosk. And so that's what, what started the study. Um, so they ran inoculated pens through the Stereorite device and found that the device did quite well with, you know, bugs that are susceptible to uh, UVC radiation. And it was a reported 99.9% uh, success rate of killing those common uh, pathogens found on writing instruments. Some interesting arms of the study is that they targeted MRSA, the superbug, and they have colonized patients that are in a floor, a ward, that's what they do, they isolate those patients with known MRSA. And they went to those patients and they gave them two pens to write with for 30 seconds. And then they took those pens back and inoculated them and found out what was the transference rate. From that, uh, receiving those pens from uh, those patients, there was a 35% transference rate. Another very interesting thing they did is that one of the pens they gave to the examiner to use, gave back to the examiner to use with a gloved hand. And the examiner wrote with the pen for 30 seconds. The examiner then took that glove hand and plated the glove on plates, and they found that there was close to a 30% transference rate of MRSA with a gloved hand writing with that pen for 30 seconds. And I, I thought that was impressive. I didn't realize the transference rate would be that high, although anecdotally looking back, that's why MRSA is a problem. Right. I'm not surprised it's that high, but um, you point out it, it is a big problem for these cross-contamination points. MRSA, the superbug resistant to antibiotics, all of our uh, all of our uh, audience members are familiar with that. And the fact that it's being transferred um, on these common touch items, pens, keyboards, et cetera, um, the, the data is there and the evidence is there. And it's something that we should be uh, cognizant of and look for solutions to address. So, so that was the uh, the motivation for starting Sterorite. Um, I'm always interested in speaking with physicians who have become entrepreneurs. So you're an ophthalmologist. You you see this opportunity in the marketplace and you decide, you know what. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. What is the thought process uh, that drives that? And, um, you know, what has that experience been like? Well, you know, as an ophthalmologist, and uh, I'm generalizing here, but most ophthalmologists are gadget folks. Okay. We're in, you know, high-tech microsurgical instruments. We're using lasers. So we're gadget people that like to fix things via surgical means. So it was, um, for me, it was kind of a natural progression into entrepreneurship. Here's a problem. I want to fix it. Okay, what's the solution, and how do I come up with that solution? So it was it was kind of a natural attrition for me. 
So um, what have you learned as an entrepreneur versus being an ophthalmologist? Um, what have you kind of discovered that maybe you would have never known if you hadn't crossed over into uh, into entrepreneurship? You know, there's uh, challenges in anything we do in life. And, you know, life is kind of this emotional roller coaster. I wasn't quite prepared for the emotional roller coaster of <laughs> uh, developing, inventing, uh, bringing a product to market uh, and uh, selling that product in the market. So uh, um, it takes patience and it takes uh, true grit for sure. Absolutely. Well, what's been the best part about founding your own uh, infection prevention technology company and creating the steroid product? Well, you know, it's always cool to develop something, uh, to patent uh, the device, to make the device, manufacture it. But the, the high point is seeing it used in public. When you, when you see and you get the feedback from the end user that, hey, this is really cool. We like this. Uh, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that. So I'm sure there have been a lot of challenges. It's always a roller coaster ride. Uh, when you start a new venture, what have been some of the biggest challenges you've faced in starting Stairite? Well, you know, it's it's um, the details with uh, with bringing a product to market, uh, manufacturing, um, the regulatory constraints, you have to think about that. Um, what you put in the instruction manual in, in print. And now I realize why most instruction manuals are, are terrible because they're usually it's the last thing that's done before the, the product goes to market and um, it's put, the, put together quite quickly. And um, um, we had a couple authors, including myself, on the instruction manual, and I can tell you, uh, um, by the time you have everything, the right fonts for the right print, and the regulatory agencies look at it and say it's okay, um, that can be a challenge. Absolutely. I'm sure many more challenges as well. I'd like to talk a little bit more about the technology. Um, it is an elegant product. I've had a chance to use the product. Um, we actually have it in our demo room here at Seal Shield. Tell us a little bit about the technology and how it works. Okay. So the technology utilizes germicidal UVCs, um, which is a big plus for this type of application because it cuts down on the power consumption of the unit, uh, and this particular unit can be run on 8D cell batteries. We don't have the degradation effects of using vapor bulbs in this, the old the bulbs that were used in a lot of units. So um, we don't have to worry about that. Uh, pretty much what we do is just look at the voltage uh, across the array, and if ever that drops, then we know there's a problem. Um, haven't seen, and there's a warning light that goes on, but you know, these LEDs in this particular unit last for greater than five years, normal use. Um, but the way it works is pens put in at the top and the unit itself holds 14 pens at a time. So there's always a pen ready on demand. Uh, goes into the UVC chamber and um, that UVC chamber actually spins the, the pens 120 degrees um, every 15 seconds to be sure every side of that um, pen is irradiated with the UVC light. So UVC LEDs were a game changer, are perfect for this type of application. And um, and I think there's future applications down the road that are going to be uh, as well received as the Steriorite application. Well, I applaud you for the thoughtfulness of your design. And a lot of our uh, audience members are very familiar with UVC. And of course, uh, UV radiation has been around 
for a very long time, but during COVID, we saw an increase in uh, UV solutions uh, to help prevent um, uh, COVID transmission and cross-contamination. And uh, now the market is starting to understand that there are differences in UVC and those sources. And as you mentioned, um, the mercury bulbs that are traditionally used in many of the UV robots have a very broad spectrum. They put off a, a lot of energy. There's some benefits to that, that you can have low um, exposure times for high kill rates, but you're getting a lot of uh, excess noise in the spectrum that can cause material degradation and some other issues. UVC LEDs allow you to have a very narrow bandwidth in the efficacious spectrum, um, eliminate some of that noise that causes material degradation. And it's really ideal for close proximity for device disinfection. So I applaud you that you, you have used that solution. Uh, as you mentioned, low energy, low heat, high efficacious. And because you can get so close to uh, the pens with your UVC LEDs, you're getting great disinfection. You also mentioned the rotating 120 degrees. We know that one of the challenges inherent in UV is shadowing, right? So uh, you're only getting effects from where the UV light is actually touching. And I think uh, it's very thoughtful that you, you make sure that the pens are rotating sufficiently that they're getting full exposure to the UV radiation. I think it's a great product design. 